Welcome to the Warrior Way podcast, where we talk about all things Liberty Christian School. I'm your host for today, Johnny Isom, Director of Alumni Relations. I am so glad you're joining us for today's show. Today is episode 10, and our conversation highlights embracing God's truth and exhibiting Christ-like character with Alyssa Teo, an alumnus of the class of 2008. So with that, let's dive into today's conversation. Alyssa, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. How's your day going? It's going well. I got my coffee. My three kids are taking, my husband's taking care of them right now. So oh, what a guy. What I'm a on guy. break. I'm on break. Take as long as you need for <laughs> okay. this podcast. All right. Well, let's get into some of these questions. Um, tell us just a little bit about your time at Liberty Christian School. Yeah, so Liberty has a really special place in my heart. I'm a very old alumni, 2008. I was valedictorian here. Not that anyone cares, but um, yeah, it's it was a special time because I was figuring out who I was as a young woman and a young woman of God as well. And so um, coming in, it was I was a minority, obviously, and so uh, my background kind of preface this my family my mom and dad came from Singapore and so uh had my sister and I here in Texas and so wanted to give us a good good uh living and so found Liberty Christian as a good Christian school and so here I came and here we are so so what what was the uh transition like coming into our our environment to be honest it was a bit difficult trying to figure out um just being raised in the Asian culture back home, going to all Chinese uh, church. Um, so being in a Chinese church, having an Asian culture background, and then coming to an American culture school, I'm figuring out life as a young girl. And these are very confusing. There's social etiquettes that are unspoken. And so that was something that was a bit of like, you have to figure it out on your own. And so there were moments where it was isolating and tough and lonely, but Liberty has amazing, amazing teachers that Mm -hmm. guided me and helped me through it all. And so those were the years that I really, truly treasured. And my Christian life really grew during that time. That's awesome. Just kind of staying there. So what what are some of the names that kind of stick out to you as far as people that really impacted your life? I made a list because there was a lot. So it's kind of like the Oscars. You can't forget people or they'll get upset with you. You sound like a valedictorian. Like you came prepared. I did come prepared. So I hope you're ready. (laughs) No, uh, I have, there is so many teachers. So coming from seventh grade, that was the year I came in. And my sister and I were one of maybe two or three other Asians in the school. And so uh, one of the teachers that really helped me out was this teacher we called Coach K. His name was, I think, Kanize. I could be saying it wrong, but... No, you're saying it exactly saying right. it Perfect. Okay. He let me sit on his in his comfy chair next to his desk. And so I think it was for... I hope it wasn't for like the troubled kids, <laughs> but he let me sit there. And so I felt special, you know? Wow. And um, so I had a science teacher named Mr. Walter. He was one of the teachers that impacted me because I used to sell my uh, my drawings at school. I don't know if this was like allowed, but I was selling it for 50 cents. Were you like in the bathroom, like selling it? Yeah, I was like, like, hey, uh... come meet me in the restroom at 2 p.m. Don't bring anyone else. Okay. So so I would sell and I made a good amount of money, my first business venture. So, yes. And so he was one of those teachers. He didn't buy from me. So don't worry. He's not in trouble. (laughs) But he would take my sketches and put it up on the wall. And so that whole year, it's just every week I felt so like empowered and I felt so loved that 
someone noticed I had some talent. And so he'd always tell me next time, don't forget me when you're famous. And so every year I'd give him or every every uh, few weeks I give him a sketch and he'll put it on the wall till the whole classroom. People are like, why are you giving this girl special attention? And it's like, yeah, I'm talented. That's why. <laughs> so that was another one. Coach Lotes, I don't know if she's still here. She was one of uh, the coaches that really impacted me Cheryl too. Cheryl Lotes, yeah, she was awesome. Yeah. She helped me. Um, I was on the basketball team in seventh grade that we won the championship. It didn't make it the next year for the team. I think she realized I had like a panic attack on the court, <laughs> but she did make an impact on me. Uh, Mrs. Cook, amazing, taught mm -hmm. me so much. My favorite book I read that year was Jane Eyre. And she made me fall in love with reading. So Miss Prasher was a Spanish teacher that helped me. She was one of the strong forces that when I had, when people said rude comments towards me as a minority or something that could have been stereotypical or quite rude, she would correct them on the spot. And so something I wow. truly, truly treasured. At that time, I'm like, what's the big deal? But she's like, it's not a big deal to you now or not a big deal to others, but down the line, you will appreciate being respected and so that was something she really it's something that kept with me till this day and um oh, there's too much but the one that really comes to mind I know anyone that graduated in 2008 um, or during that year was Dr. Noto mm, yeah. wonderful man yeah. he was like a grandfather to me when I first came he was one of the only ones that would check up on me on like a daily basis mm -hmm. and pop his head in a classroom and be like, how are you doing? Or down the hallway and be like, anyone treating you bad? And so he was he was such a big impact um, in my Christian faith because Friday after classes, before it, class was dismissed, he would have all of us stand up and he would recite Numbers 6, 24 to 26. Wow. It's the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord, made his, the Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. He'd say amen and send us off on the weekends and told us not to get in trouble. So, yeah, he was a he was a precious man. And even uh, when I first came to Liberty in '01, he was I was not married at the time, and he would invite singles over to the house for dinner. And he kind of wouldn't tell you like there'd be other people there. Cause oh it's wow! Like he's this matchmaker. <laughs> it was like, the... <laughs> this kind of awkward dinner. But yeah, he was just a that's a precious heart just for people. So just you talked about kind of staff that have kind of impacted. Are there any kids that kind of stand out that impacted your life while you were here? My best friend's Kathleen. She, I mean, to this day, we've been friends for 21 years. She came to Liberty with me when we were both in seventh grade. We were, we kind of bonded. We were the new kids. So that was, I mean, we were both like, hey, you're new. Yeah. You awkward. Yeah. Let's be friends. And so <laughs> till this day, that has, that's the one person I really treasure the friendship that I made that year. Oh, that's awesome. So, yes. So you, uh, you graduate valedictorian and you, yeah, I guess you had a speech and you had to do that whole oh, thing. What was it that was like? so scary. And I was really quiet in class too. I never got in trouble. And so I was just kind of there. Like I wasn't someone that was always in the forefront. So when I gave that speech, I could see the faces in my class, like this girl can talk. Like <laughs> what, who is she? And so it was nice. And just to be able to share my testimony and see that people were impacted by it, so. For sure. So we were able to talk just a little bit earlier, and I do know that you went to, eventually got to Baylor, but tell us a little bit about kind of college and what the transition from Liberty to college was like. Yeah, so Liberty, I mean, 
you kind of, I mean, I was figuring out life. I was a little weird kid, but somehow with the teachers, their guidance turned out all right. I think my parents think so too. But went to Baylor, had a wonderful experience. Um, I majored in nutrition sciences. The reason why I was like, I like food, let's do this. <laughs> then I realized my calling while I was at Baylor, I wanted to help people. And so during my time at Baylor, I had some leadership roles that I think helped me and guided me through through my younger days. And so I was intramural chair for an organization and brought my flag football team and basketball team to some championships. Okay. So I give a tap okay. on my shoulder for that <laughs> years right. ago. And um, just the opportunity to understand leadership and be disciplined in my studies. And so just being figuring out working as a student and kind of figuring out life, I think that was, th those were the years I truly treasured. The years where I woke up refreshed and was not exhausted, but now I wake up exhausted and coffee keeps me refreshed, so. Amen, amen. But yes, then after that, I transitioned and went to Lubbock, um, Texas Tech Sciences Center, and got my master's in occupational therapy there. So, and, and that's kind of what you do now, or you're just a mom now? So, at the after I got my master's, I went straight into working for a few years and um, slowly transitioned to my now role as a full-time mom. Wish I could get paid for that, because... <laughs> These kids, they really are giving me white hairs, but I love them so much. So. But yes, right now I'm staying home taking care of my kids. So you have this whole other other world that you've got going on here. Um, tell us a little bit about kind of your rice experience. Kind of tell us, talk us through how does that start? How do you know you can do that? Um, and what what's become of that? So I kind of kind of explained to you, I majored in nutrition because I like food. So loved food still love food and I love art. And so why not put it together? You know, that's the simple, simple, easiest way to explain. But during 2020, we're all in lockdown. I just had my second son. Um, he was, he had some health issues. And so that was the time period I prayed about it. And as a family, we decided I'm going to quit my job. I'm going to stay home and take care and take, take care of him. And so um, thankfully he's doing great now. He had health mm -hmm. issues at that time. So I had a time period where I was just kind of just taking care of him at home and watching a lot of TV. And suddenly I see people are posting things on social media like, hey, this is the newest trend, like throwing rice in the air. And so when I saw that, I was like, okay, I have rice at my home. Who doesn't, you know? So, <laughs> and I saw, okay, I think I can use my artistic background to make this a little bit more like pizzazz or what you call it, more grand. So, tried it out and rest was history. I don't know how it, it got viral, but who knows how this, these viral videos occur. So, so, so the first time you, you saw someone else actually doing it first. Yeah. There was a bunch of people on TikTok and on social media that were just posting words like hello and hi. And I was like, okay, I can do something better than that. Like I could do two words maybe. <laughs> And it looks like just from videos I've seen, it's it's kind of taken some steps to where you are now um, as far as where you were at first. I saw a video, kind of your first couple, I guess, throws, is that what you call it? Yes. And then where you are now. Yes. So what, what's kind of the wildest thing, I guess, that's come about from, from throwing rice? I think the opportunity to glorify God. Uh, my father had a huge impact on me. He, he was a pastor. Um, 
And he always reminded me, whatever you do and pursue in life, do your best for the glory of God. And so that has always been my mindset in whatever I do. And so I give it my 100% and see where God takes me. And so I never I never anticipated something like this. Like you have people that go out there wanting to become famous or like well-known. That was never my intention. I was doing something that was just random and God can use anyone at any age for his purpose. And so I always shared with people in, in my life that I'm not good at anything. Like the one thing I know I'm good at, though, is encouraging. And so this generation definitely needs that encouragement to stay focused on the word of God. And so how can I do that and yet still keep your attention span more than three seconds? <laughs> so if I can do that, like that's amazing. And so. So what do you see like kind of moving forward? Where would you like to see kind of your art? What, what would you like? What's what's next? And I know you don't want to give it away. So no one. But what do you see? What's Hope next? no one takes my <laughs> business idea. No. I mean, you I have I'll, I'm leaving it to God. The future. I never know what what the future holds. But like the, the song goes, um, God holds my tomorrow. And so mm. at this moment, I'll be honest, my focus. Number one is my church my faith, my family, and comes in second when I have a little bit of time, my art. So I try not to put that as my number one. And my best friend, Kathleen, shout out to Kathleen. She um, always reminded me, you know, like, no matter what you do, like, God will take control and take care of you. And so he, he I love how she put it. She's like, God's your PR. Like, you don't need to do much. Like, you don't have to go out there and stress yourself and try to, like, get your name out there. God will take care of it. If you put him first in your life, things will, he will take care of the rest. So that keeping that in mind, it definitely helps me, my mentality, my mental health. I think um, another advice she gave me was, you know, when you stop having fun, you lost your purpose. And so there were periods within this past almost two years I've been doing this where I get caught up in the views or the count of like how many friends or, oh my goodness, I lost 20 friends today for I don't know what reason. And so she reminded me, you know, when you stop focusing on that, because like a week ago, Instagram had someone hack their whole social media account. And so people were losing their accounts for no reason. And people were panicking. And then it transitioned to people on TikTok freaking out about it. And so it's just like it can be taken away from you anytime. Right. So when you put all your eggs in one basket or you put all your 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 worth in earthly things, mm -hmm. it can just be taken away within a matter of seconds. And so um, my focus really is on taking care of my family, my spiritual life, encouraging others and then seeing where God takes me from there. So I my honest answer, I have no plan. <laughs> really, I yeah. have no business sense. I I mean. This is something that God kind of laid it in and gave it to me and was like, you know, do what you do best. Encourage others and I'll take it from here. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the lightning round, lightning round, lightning round. Here we're going to have our guests answer as many questions as possible in 30 seconds. Melissa, are you ready? No, but let's go. <laughs> What was your favorite toy growing up? Not just the Game Boy, Game Boy Color. Name one person dead or living you would love to meet. Oh, Jesus, what? <laughs> if you could live anywhere in the world, where would it be? Singapore. Who is the greatest Dallas Cowboy of all time? Jason Witten. <laughs> what superpower would you like to have? 
to eat anything and not gain weight. There you go. What is the last song you listened to? I don't know, but what comes to mind is Getting Hot in Here by Nelly. <laughs> okay. Favorite book of the Bible? Ruth. So if you had kind of one final thought, one message that you'd want for our Liberty Christian community, what would it be? Nothing I say is pretty good or wise or interesting, but I'll, I'll take a verse from the, a few verses from the Bible, Philippians 4, 6 through 7 and 13, my life verses that have helped me through these years. Uh, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything through prayer and petition, present your request to God and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, regard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And so um, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So nothing, nothing I say is important, but um, God's word stands yesterday, today and forever. I want to thank Alyssa for being on the podcast today, along with Mr. Josh and Mr. Habern for their behind the scenes support of the show. If you have any questions or comments for the show, drop us a line at podcast at mylcs.com. Be sure to subscribe to the Warrior Way podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you consume your podcast services. Until next time, go Warriors!